Welcome to Powered by Her, exploring the stories of how area women power their business. Here, from the growing network of female entrepreneurs of the Upper Cumberland, with your host, Tiffany Anton, Director of Biz Foundry. Powered by Her starts now. Hi, this is Tiffany Anton from the Biz Foundry, and you're listening to Powered by Her in the Henson Oakley Podcast Center. I have two amazingly clean women in today. <laughs> <laughs> Not that... Most people aren't clean that come into the studio, but that's kind of your thing, your shtick, if you will. I have Sarah McKinley and Susan Siebold in today. Hi, ladies. Hey there. Thanks for joining me. So um, you, Sarah, started a product line. Yes. Waterloo Girls. Yes, with my sister-in-law. Of cleaning products. Mm -hmm. And then, Susan, you started a home organization company business. Simple home, mm-hmm. and then you guys decided to kind of merge together and create um, t- total takeover, <laughs> <laughs> taking over all the homes, something like that. So, um, first, Sarah, I want to start with you. Um, so, you are not from here, no, I am from San Antonio. So, you grew up in Texas, mm-hmm. and um, as a child growing up in Texas, what did you think you were going to do in life? Well, you know, when you're like second grade, you'll get like a, they'll send home a coloring sheet and you have to color what you're going to be when Mm -hmm. you're up. Okay. Well, I wanted to be a flight attendant. Okay. So So, a server, I guess. Okay. So do you think that it was more because you wanted to travel and be everywhere all the time? Or do you think you did want to serve others? I think serve others. Yeah, well, yeah. and you have that really caring, compassionate heart for others of doing good. Um, and so do you think as you, you know, what when you were in high school and kind of thinking about, okay, what am I going to do after high school? What was your, your career path or thoughts then? Um, I had no clue. <laughs> Did you ever think that you would have a business or you'd be an entrepreneur? Absolutely not. I mean, this has totally taken me by surprise what's happened in the last couple of years. Yeah. It just kind of all happened just organically, I guess. I don't, it kind of blows my mind how it's all happened. Well, and and this is a really nice um, time to kind of reflect on that and think of where, because you just, you get so involved in your business and then you're, you don't take the time to think, oh my gosh, look how far I've come and look, you know. um, So you came, what brought you to this area? Well, my husband's family is from here. He he never lived here. But when we started dating, um, he asked me to come hiking with him here in Tennessee. So he brought me to Cookville for about three weeks, and I just fell in love with it. So we got back to San Antonio, and I just could not get this place out of my head. And we were packed up in his SUV within six months and just sold my car and everything we had in his car and moved up here and you are kind of you kind of have that um hippie kind of um um holistic kind of way right i mean a little bit that's not that's not a bad thing you're just more of a um you know not this seems to fit your personality more than a big city oh yes yes i need some space yeah and and fresh air and Mm -hmm. but this town is different because the university is here. Mm-hmm. But so there's this whole different feel to it. 
but you live a little bit out of I town do. and so, so you have some land and and you had a daughter here and so you kind of set down roots and you were kind of just doing the stay-at-home mom thing for a while mm-hmm. um and you felt drawn to do some to find some supplemental income for your family well what happened was my daughter started going to school two days a week and my sister-in-law had started a cleaning service and she just asked me one day if I wanted to help and make some extra money. And I was like, sure. And um, then it just, like, kind of happened from there. Snowballed. Like, yeah, because then, like, somebody else asked us, oh, well, will you clean my house? Oh, we do this? And then before I knew it, we had, like, average about 10 houses a week. And so that's where the cleaning supplies came in. So you... At first, just kind of thought, oh, I'll get into this as something to do yeah, while my daughter's Yeah, just a little extra up. money, mm-hmm. and I was able to go work out, take River to school, and then pick her up, and just have a little bit of income in between, and it wasn't getting in the way of anything else I wanted to do. At that time, do you think you were having a hard time thinking you were a working mom? Because I think um, that's a, a something that when we're transitioning from a stay-at-home mom, to a working mom, I don't know that women give themselves enough credit to say, I am not working, even though it's a little bit in part time. It's just a, a change. And and do you think you were having, did you struggle during that time at all? Um, When she first went to school, you yeah, mean? Yeah, I'm just balancing like, okay, I'm, I'm now I'm working a little bit. No, because um, I was trying to fill that time. I just don't have that personality to sit home and watch TV. Mm-hmm. Like, Well, and it was still on your terms. You were still doing the things you wanted to do. Yeah. So where did this creating a product, which, I mean, there's a lot that goes into an actual product that you're selling. So where did that come from? So we had been cleaning for a while at this point, and we were cleaning and um, using our clients' products, whatever they had on hand. And as we got bigger and bigger and bigger, I just started noticing like headaches and I just wasn't feeling well. The hippie-ish side of yourself <laughs> started like looking you're breathing, into- you know, you're breathing these chemicals in when you're in a closed in space, like a shower, like, and you know, if you clean your own shower, like, you know, I clean mine once a week, but I would say the average person probably every two weeks, you're not going to notice it as much. But if you're cleaning like three showers a day and you're breathing that in. So um, I talked to my sister-in-law about it when we were on our way home and I had a headache. And she was like, well, why don't we clean with vinegar and water? And um, she's like, that's what the old timers used to do. And so we started and it really wasn't a hit because if you don't clean with vinegar, like you don't. It's a little overwhelming. It, the you know. smell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's when the essential oils came into play because my sister-in-law had just got into essential oils. So she was like, well, let me play around with it a little bit. So every day at work, she would bring something like, test this. Do you like this? Do you like this? And then I remember, like, I even remember whose client, what the client's house that we were at when I was like, I love this. This, this is, is it. it. Yeah. This is totally it. And so... We were cleaning all of the houses with it. And then another client of ours is the one that gave us the idea. She goes, you should bottle this and sell it. And then that's. And what year was that? Do you remember? Okay. So we've officially been a business for, it was three years in January. And I remember, and, and you did not go to college to run a business or learn the business aspects of things. And I remember, um, 
times where you kind of came to me, I, I think I might do this thing. And how did you figure out how to learn all the things about selling a product that you needed to know? That seems crazy. The amount of work that you had to do. It was all just trial and error and talking to different people like you or talking to Susan or just talking to friends, talking to family. And getting that support to kind of Yeah, talking to other friends that were like branching out doing things. Did you have to research like what kind of bottles are best and what what we want to use? Oh, yeah. It was like months and months and months of work before we even like. Of research. Before we even. Put it out so, there. Yeah, put the... it even in a like a bottle to sell. Yeah. And we were doing it on just our our dollar. We didn't get a loan. We didn't use credit cards. So every little thing we would, all right, we have enough money. Let's buy this. All right, let's do this. All right, let's work with these artists to get our label done. Let's... So were you thinking at one point, okay, well, I started cleaning houses so that I could get some extra income and now all my extra income is going to this yes. business. Um, was that, <laughs> did you doubt yourself during that time? Did you think, man, I, this is, I, I'm losing all this extra income that I wanted. This was not um, my plan. Yes. And no, you saw um, the, you, you saw the, the end result. Oh, I believed in it. Yeah. Which if is, it was some, if it was something else, like, but like I, I that's all I use at my house mm-hmm. is my stuff, and I, I believe what we use. Yeah, so you had to learn how to put it. You sell online, so you had a, a website that. You yeah, had to, we we have a website now. We're on Etsy. We're in a couple of little stores. We're in a local grocery store up in Lebanon. Um, I mean that those business aspects. Do you have? Did you have a business mentor that would kind of help you through that? step by step or you just kind of taught yourselves well my sister-in-law and I we, I mean we make a great team in that and in fact she um she started taking business classes and she started going to Ball State she's like I'm just gonna go take a couple of classes and now she has done so well she has gotten an academic scholarship and she's going to get her bachelor's in business well and you, you there was one semester where you I I did I was like I'm gonna do this and then um that semester almost killed me. I passed the classes, but I said, this is, this is too much. Do you think, why, why did you choose to, what was the motivation for going to classes? This is probably a little deep for you, but. Well, but I, sh- I never finished college and it's bothered me. And I think as maybe not just women, but, but people feel that pressure that you have to. Yes. Um, and I just. You know, I've just talked to a couple different entrepreneurs lately that um, one one gentleman said he was a, a high school dropout and he's running a successful trucking company um, north of here. And the guy has an eighth grade education. Oh, wow. And so but especially as women, we feel like, well, they have a degree. This man has a degree and he makes X amount of dollars. So I probably need to go do that just to, to have somebody else tell me my yes. value. Do you think that you've kind of figured out your worth without that piece of paper? Yes. Good. <laughs> yeah, well, that, I mean, I think I, I get a lot of encouragement from my husband. He's so do you, would you say he's your um, biggest motivator or biggest oh, champion? Oh, sure. Yeah. Sure. Well, and I think uh, you have a daughter too. So, so yes. doing having a business and showing her what entrepreneurship looks like is probably pretty empowering. As oh, well. she's a huge cheerleader. She's put um, 
our simple home card in her like clear notebook, like for school when you know she she's 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 trying to find some clients there at school. <laughs> oh, she draws pictures of us cleaning or organizing, <laughs> like yeah. So she's definitely it's, well, and we all have daughters in this yes. room, in this room. There's a lot of a lot of estrogen in our homes. Yes. Um, so Susan, let's let's yes. kind of turn to you for a little bit. So you kind of had a very different path um, from Sarah when we were just talking about the education mm-hmm. factor of things. So you went to optometry school. Right. I'm, I'm using that completely now. Right. Which, which maybe that's some motivation for Sarah to say, I don't need to waste my time or money to get hey, a piece of paper. God doesn't waste anything. So we're using it. Um, I do want to speak to that. I just, as you guys were speaking, I just the importance of all of us kind of staying in our own lane and running our own races. Like, I don't think we need to look to anybody else, anybody else's lives um, to like, oh, well, they're successful in that way or they're doing this and this. I just think that we've all got our own call, our own purpose that we're placed here for. Um, And the only place that we're going to find happiness is going to be, you know, in our own lane and running our own race. So, um, you know, not everybody's called to go to college, you know, um, or receive that degree. In case you're just joining us, we have Sarah McKinley and Susan Siebold with Waterloo Girls and Simple Homes in the Hinton Oakley Podcast Center, and you're listening to Powered by Her. So, Susan, you are from this area. Yes. Um, and you were grew up here. Mm-hmm. And, and um, so as a kid, what did you, I mean, I'm guessing you thought maybe you were going to be an optometrist. What did you think as a girl, as, you know, a second grader, when Sarah's drawing um, a flight attendant, <laughs> what are you drawing? You know, I think I did want to be a doctor of some kind. Yeah. Um, you had a white white coat had on a white your... coat. Um, mm-hmm. I remember a conversation when I was in college with my grandfather and my mom. Um, we were at lunch, and I was given about four different career paths to to choose from. From your from your grandfather and your mom, they said, pick one. And they Stop. were going to help me in all ways yeah. to help make that happen, and they did. Um, like I said, this was something, you know, from a small age, I think I wanted to be a doctor. Yeah. Um, but our plans aren't always what, what God's got planned for us. So. Well, and you're um, not, you're a dreamer. Yeah. And you <laughs> like to, you know, you had a, a stint where you were getting certified for, in yoga. And so you were going to be a yoga instructor mm-hmm. for a little while. And so you kind of um, done some things just to explore your career options. What kind of a huge, massive, like turn change in our lives um when Gretchen which was um my second child was born there was a complication with her birth um so we'd moved back to Cookville been gone for about 10 years um ready to take over practice in Livingston there was a a doctor retiring there um I'm gonna do that after my maternity leave there was a complication with the c-section um and that led to surgeries throughout the next five years so um Really just tried to make the best out of the situation that we had. And um, so it was limited in a lot of the activities I could do um, just because of my health. But we um, felt led to homeschool. So we homeschooled for a while. Um, I volunteered at the Children's Museum, um, did some storytelling there. Um, was it Peachtree, creative movement instructor for a little bit? You know, so I did some really fun things during that time. Do you think that in that time you were just, were you trying to, just fill your time or were you trying to find what do you want to be when you quote unquote grow up? I wanted to be a light wherever I was. Yeah. And I love helping people. 
Um, and so if there was a need and if I felt like you could actually a lot of times I did not feel equipped, but just kind of t- took those those steps of faith. Like, OK, God's going to give it to me. Um, Where do you think you got that motivation to feel like um, and I, I know that's a huge struggle for women is that I'm not good enough to do X, Y, Z. I mean, um, y- you know, there's definitely times where I think how am I hosting a podcast? Yes. Um, and, and so where did you get that push to say, no, let's just go do this and try it and see what I, how I can help and be a light. I really think it was just my faith. Yeah. Um, and trying to listen to, to what God's plan was for me and, and taking those faith steps and continue to do that daily. I mean, again, like throughout the, the last year and kind of the transitions um, that I've seen in life and the growth with simple home and taking on another role with Rodan and Field skincare you know, consultant there, you know, just really like taking face steps daily. Yeah. And just making sure that you, um, were there doubts in your face? Absolutely. Well, I mean, doubts in myself and do I really have what I need to do these things? You know, yeah. um, even to sit here right now, like, <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so you're kind of just volunteering, homeschooling, mm-hmm. Um, don't have a set quote unquote career again. Mm-hmm. And I know this, we all three of us in this room have been stay at home moms at some points in our lives and just really struggle with like, are we, what's our greater purpose? Is there more, is this okay with what, what I'm doing? Is this quote unquote enough again? Um, so you're, you know, doing the mom thing, taking care of kids, but then also kind of putting your services where they can be. And at some point you realize you were no longer going to be married and you needed to find a career path and you needed to find a way to support yourself and your children. I think the big lesson in all that was I needed to learn that my value was not um, what I was doing. Mm-hmm. That's not how I was valued as a person. It's, um, you know, who I was inside and who I was created to be. Um, that's where my true value was. Um, and I really think in order to go out and really even find true happiness in life, um, we need to learn that lesson. Mm-hmm. Like, um, in order to be a blessing to anybody else, we need to embrace who we are. Mm-hmm. And you realized that you had a passion and knack for helping people organize their homes. And, and it started mm-hmm. with just kind of like, I'm going to do kind of a closet organization. And this has been something in the works for you for a a while now. Um, I remember, gosh, I remember again, you coming to me and talking to me about things two years ago now of just, okay, I want to launch this business and I'm going to help people um, organize themselves. And so you kind of were, I think for you, it was kind of figuring out where your lane was a little bit. You mentioned staying in your lane. And so you were kind of figuring out where your lane was and how you could be um, impactful, but then actually support yourself in a business as well. Um, And so you kind of started doing this a little bit on the side. You again started (laughs) your dreamer and and you were teaching Mm -hmm. um, at your kid's school for a little while as well. And you and Sarah, what happened? What what was that like? Sarah, what? Well, we had worked on a project Several years. What year was that? When oh, we goodness. Whenever they redid the Children's Museum, just completely like, shut it down. 2016, I think. And I'm trying to even remember because um, Elizabeth was the director, right, mm-hmm. at the time. And she they were cleaning it out and organizing it. And I think I said, 
oh, I'd love to help organize. Mm-hmm. I love organizing. And then she was that's like, so, yeah. some of the storytelling there. And so um, she's and like, well, Susan's going to help too. Mm-hmm. I think that's how, right? So yeah. we both show up and it was just, it was, it was just <laughs> cool because we like, and you flowed. knew each other before. We did, but we you probably friends. didn't know we, that, like, no. clean niche. That you we know, hadn't like, worked in that way. And never, so, just and like it, as we do a simple home, it's so cool how we've been placed together. We said uh, on we've we've equated it to this: if we were putting a puzzle together, Sarah would be gathering all the blue pieces, and I'd be putting the puzzle together over here. So, yeah, we just flowed, and we didn't have to talk about. Oh, well, what do you, you know, it just, we weren't even speaking as we were working. Yeah. We, it was just. We didn't even devise it. We just <laughs> dove in and it just. Worked. It was awesome. It was awesome. So at that point, did you guys kind of know this is somebody I want to work with later oh. and let's figure out? Or was it just kind of like, uh, let's just put that in the back of our mind and we'll come back to that later? Well, I think we said, oh man, we need to. Just in a joking yeah, way. Yeah, like yeah. start a business organizing. Yeah. And which, here we are. Which neither of you, <laughs> neither of you at that time were thinking about starting a business or. No. Um, well, I was doing, I was cleaning mm-hmm. at that time and, yeah. and working on Waterloo Girls. So like. So you thought, well, this might be a resource. It just wasn't the timing. Right. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't timing yet. But right. then um, last Christmas, mm-hmm. it was the last day of uh, school before we got up for Christmas break and she came up to me. We were, we were helping with the little class parties and she's like, let's have lunch. And so, and so you want, you knew you wanted to pull her in. I was hoping she'd be open to it. And then on the back end, as we got to talk it and I found out she'd been praying about it. I so. had been pray- <laughs> literally praying about yeah. an, a different opportunity or about specifically us coming together. Yeah. Um, because so. <laughs> I, I love organizing. I have done, I mean, it's just, part of me I would get in trouble when I was little (laughs) for like going in my mom's room and like organizing her drawers and just you know Mm -hmm. and do you think (laughs) have you passed that on to your no to River no I'm trying to teach her (laughs) I have one I have one that's on my side one organizer and two not one with me and two against us (laughs) (laughs) so so it's Christmas time and you think okay we're gonna launch this together we're gonna well, she had, she had already started so you, it. But yeah. you kind of, did you feel like there was a churn in Simple Home at that time? That Absolutely. It, it was, and, and tell me about that. So, um, you know, I was in the midst of, um, I, was, I was separated from my husband. And, you know, we've moved on to, you know, we're, we're divorced now. And going through all those transitions and um, really thinking, what does this look like? Um you know, in time and how am I going to provide for my, my family? Um, but also, I mean, who wants to go to work daily and not love what you do? And so really searching, like, what what are my gifts? What are things that I can bless people with and, and truly go out and do daily and, and love what I'm doing? Um, and I love working with, I mean, that's one of the best parts is, is working with an awesome friend. We have so much fun. Um, well, and I'm going to be a little real and raw right now so as a a single mother as I am as well um you need to find a way to provide for your family financially but you also need to make sure that you're providing for your family emotionally Mm -hmm. and so and just kind of being there and being able to meet their needs and so there's a lot to that that 
you know, going back to a nine to five kind of job, mm-hmm. going back to an optometrist. Could you imagine that, Susan? Like, there's more than people. I've got, I've had so many people come up to me and say, "Well, you're an optometrist, so just, um, you know, just start practicing." Mm-hmm. Well, here we are, all of these years later, and um, I would need to go back. I've, and, and you do could, so, and I could, and you could, but, I could, but then I question. Right. This is an excellent time to really just reflect during this transition. And find what I truly love and what I'm really called to do. Well, and I think being being in a, a job like you said that makes you happy. Mm-hmm. Um, I've kind of always said my kids need a mom that's the best mom I can be. Yes. And if I'm, if you're, you know, being a doctor or in the medical field, that takes a lot out of you. And I don't, you know, I don't think as women we it it would be tough to give to a medical, you know, give to your um patience and then still have enough to give to your kids i really think it all comes down to finding a job that you're called to do that fills you up that Mm -hmm. isn't draining i feel like when you are in your lane when you're running your own race where you're you know where your purpose to be your job doesn't drain you it 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 gives you energy um and so I, i really think it's it's all about that and then you know, in this year, I've given up teaching um, because last year being pulled between um, Simple Home and trying to teach, um, I was not coming home in that awesome emotional place um, and able to be the best mom that I wanted to be to my kids. So um, that's a change that I've made this year exactly for that reason. So. And I think, I mean, for me, I think probably people can relate to this a little bit. When I was finally able to go after the quarantine and all the COVID stuff, and I finally got to go back to my office and sit in my office, I have two wall of windows mm-hmm. at my office, and I just felt so good. It felt so, it, you know, it's like, okay, I can finally fill back up my cup. I mean, we're both, we are workers. You know, we, I, I do not sit still at home. She doesn't either. Um, and so absolutely felt the same way. Like we couldn't wait to get back to work and, um, just do it again. Yeah. So have there been any times um, between Waterloo Girls or Simple Home that you thought this isn't going to work and I need to pivot and change my course, either of you? I mean, Sarah, you kind of touched on it already that you felt like I really believe in this product and and I'm going to keep going. Even if it's my own personal money, I'm investing into this. Um, I really believe in this. Mm-hmm. So, the, I mean, were there times... I mean, it almost feels like I only have one child, but it almost feels like I'm trying to I've got another baby I got to pay attention to. Yeah. And um, I love them both equally. (laughs) (laughs) We've talked about having a business is like having a baby is and and how there's different phases and people think, oh, the baby phase is really great. And but then they're talking during the toddler phase. So in the development phase and you still remember the day that you found the 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 scent, the smell, the the ingredients that were right, um, how does that compare to the day that you actually put the label on the bottle and put it out there for the public to see and and feel? Was one better, one worse, one? Uh, putting the label on and and putting it out there was definitely more scary than finding like knowing this is it. Yeah, I mean because. I love it, and you've got to realize that not everyone's going to love what you love. Well, people don't always love your kids either. <laughs> <I> know, <right? laughs> yeah. You know, so it's, so it's very, there's a lot of similarities. Um, and so 
It's been three years now? Since? Yeah. Three years? We've been working on the Project Waterloo Girls for over four years, though, definitely. Yeah. So you're kind of in the um, almost about to start kindergarten phase of your... So what do you... I mean, what do you think is the next step for Waterloo Girls? Um, we, we're working on some things right now and they're going to, you know, they're pretty pricey. And so different products. Well, in order to get into major chain grocery stores, um, and we'd like to get it tested by some, some bigger names. Um, and we just have some big goals for 2021. Does that surpass anything you could have ever imagined for this? It's crazy. Yeah. And at my, what point did you think maybe this is going to be bigger than I mean, did you think when you started, OK, we're going to test this, we're going to develop a product. Did you think oh, I'm going to sell to my friends and sell in Cookville and maybe do some farmers markets in the upper Cumberland? Um, or at that time, did you think, no, I want to be in stores. I want to be in a major chain. Uh, yeah. And not at first did we think like chain grocery stores but as we've like been in this for years now and my sister-in-law has really dove into her business classes and um we just keep seeing like this could be huge I mean this could be like family yeah like something I could pass down to you know my child she could pass it down to her children yeah and do you think um is that scary yeah, but it's super cool. Yeah. <laughs> you're, so you're leaning into the entrepreneurship and embracing um, being a business owner. Yes. Yeah. Cause and, I, it, and, you know, it really helps having a great partner with both of them because you're going to have days when you don't want to get up and keep going. Yeah. You're like, let's just let's just quit. Mm-hmm. But then you're like, why am I quitting? I have two years yeah, that it's hit. a lot of time to throw away, you know. Invested so let's, into yes. something. Yeah. So let's let's keep moving. Let's keep moving. Well, and especially like the product, like you said, you really believe in what you're doing. And so, what made you th- kind of shift from cleaning homes to then organizing? So, Simple Home is not a cleaning business. No, no. it's an or a home organization. And um, and I'm sure Susan, just knowing you, um, the thought is to give people an organized space that just can spill over into um, just how they are. I tell my daughter all the time, like she's 10, she never wants to clean her room. And I'm like, don't you feel good though when it's organized? Don't you feel good when there's not stuff on the floor? And um, so what, what was, why, why, why choose to do organization instead of cleaning? Honestly, it's um, with simple home. It's so much more than like you were saying, it's not, about the stuff. And I think that probably I, every single client I think to, I think I've probably stood in their home and cried with them <laughs> because um, it, it just goes so much deeper. And our motivation and our goal behind it um, is just to love people through our giftings um, and provide them a home that is peaceful. You know, you go out into the world, it's chaotic, it's crazy, um, you're busy all day long. You want to come home to a place that's just peaceful, um, n- not cluttered all over the place, not piles, looking everywhere. I need to do that. I need to do that. I need to do that. And once you get everything organized and it has a home, um, you know, it's simply just kind of maintaining that. Um, and you do. You come home and, and this is your place of peace. 
Um, so that's really been our con- our goal. Um, you know, and what we'd lo- we'd love to give clients with Simple Home. What do you think, Sarah? Um, do you feel like you miss that just kind of cleaning, scrubbing element of things? Or do you like kind of that? I mean, you said that you would no, organize but, your mean, mom's drawers. I, I think me cleaning the home served its purpose because if I didn't start there, the we, you know, the, the product would have never been developed. But through that, um, I love seeing a room of chaos and just digging in mm-hmm. and putting things in its place. You know, I, I, and I want cleaning is part of it, but I want to put it away pretty. Yeah. Do you guys feel like you're kind of like a local hoarders? Like, you know, the show like that you go in and you can kind of like declutter, get rid of, you know. I feel like we can we can walk into a room like that and we see the end before yeah. we've begun. Whereas a lot of people would walk in and just become completely paralyzed by it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, again, that's just, you know, how we're built, how we're made and putting that to use. It's like us looking at like we were talking about a puzzle. Like it's like a thousand pieces. Mm-hmm. And. Granted, it's going to be work, but like she said, we see the the end picture. Like, so it's it's awesome. It's a lot of fun. In <laughs> case you're just joining us, you're listening to Powered by Her in the Hinson Oakley Podcast Center. I have Sarah McKinley and Susan Siebold, clean girls, clean guru girls. Can we say that? <laughs> that sounds good. Um, with Waterloo Girls and Simple Home. Um, Sarah, you, some of the... Um, scary parts I think of entrepreneurship is either going it alone or finding a business partner and you've chosen to be involved in two businesses with two different business partners yes can you and and one is your family and one is a good friend um which people probably say don't do either though (laughs) um so can you speak on why why does that work for you uh with my sister-in-law it works Granted, I mean, anybody, any relationship, you're going to butt heads every now and then. But um, she and I work great together because in the end, it's our family. Mm-hmm. I, you see that? That's that's our why, is, is our family. We see our kids, you know. Um, with Susan, I mean, it's just this great for I've never in... My 41 years have I had a friend who is nerdy as me about organizing. <laughs> like, we literally have so much fun. Like, who let's go organize. Like, that's so weird. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that's so why we fit. You're alike enough. Mm-hmm. Is there boundaries that you, and, and don't look at Susan, don't feel pressure, but are there boundaries <laughs> that you feel like you need to put in place um, or that you've learned in the last couple of years that, that are boundaries that are keeping your businesses in a, in a healthy place? Well, with Susan, yes, because her family comes first. Mm-hmm. And I know that. So, you know, I don't. It's a little bit different yeah. for the situation between, you you know, you than her as a single mom. Meaning that, like, I I know her her heart is in her family my heart is in my family Mm -hmm. and so we respect each other in that sense of okay like 
just like with even scheduling. I was thinking to that. Just just even scheduling. Like she, you know, she needs more time with this or I need more time. And we both like respect that. Mm -hmm. Is there a point where you think, I mean, because you're both really passionate about what you're doing. Is there a point where it's like, well, wait, I really I don't want to lose this client um, because of her scheduling or or either. Your, you know, is it is that has that been a, a difficult balance? We had to bridge that a little bit. Um, there's been a couple times when when Sarah might work solo or I work solo um, just to meet the needs of a client um, when we were maybe pulled in a different direction. Um but most of the time, I mean, the really just a couple times. I mean, I prefer to, when we said, when we came back together, it's like, I missed you so much. Yeah. And um, I mean, we just compliment each other so well. And um, I feel like we do a better job when we're together. Yeah. Um, what's, what's your favorite strength about Susan, Sarah? <laughs> With the organizing, <laughs> she, I just love giving it to her to make it pretty. <laughs> So, so you're more systematic and she's more pretty kind of thing. I like, I like to, to, uh, do the, a lot of the purging. <laughs> she's excellent at purging. Uh, yeah. So it's like, like, uh, okay, this is what I have for you. Now you figure out how it's going to all fit in that or space. Or the teeny tiny tidbits. And then, she's awesome at teeny tiny tidbits. So. Or I'll be, and then sometimes we'll find like an extra one. I'm like, all right, I'm about to throw you a curveball and she can always handle it. <laughs> I'm like you're messing up my puzzle here. <laughs> so what's your favorite thing about Sarah? Exactly that. She she is so good at like when we've got a junk drawer, you know, like those teeny tiny tits. She's so detailed. So, and and she talked about doing the um the jewelry, you know, her mom's jewelry. And still to this day, like when we've got a client's jewelry box or, you know, those those just tiny things. We we did a um a child's room and you know how all those Tiny, small, little mm -hmm. like toys. Oh, my gracious. So, I mean, but, I mean, she flew through those. Um, and she is such a support to me. I mean, just on a friendship level, like, um, just daily. Yeah. Um, I yeah. couldn't do it without her. So. That's good. We're a great team. Um, how can people find you guys? How can we, So, you mentioned, Sarah, that Waterloo Girl Girls is on Etsy. You have a website. What's your website? Waterloo Girls Natural Cleaner .com. We uh, set up at locally grown farmers market and the downtown Green Market, so you can find us there too. And do you have social media? Yes, we're on Facebook and Instagram. Okay. And Susan, how do how can people find Simple Home? Simple Home primarily we're out there on social media, so Instagram, um, Simple Home OCD, um, and then Facebook the same. Awesome. Mm -hmm. So if people want to connect, they can find you guys that way. Mm -hmm. Anything, what's what's next steps for, you know, you kind of mentioned um, Sarah getting into larger chain stores. What do you see next for Simple Home besides just kind of organizing? We spoke about it, and I would really, really be excited to have a brick and mortar, um, something um, up and, you know, up and coming and in time. Um, of course, you know, we're in people's homes doing things, but I just really feel like that would help to increase our presence within the community mm -hmm. um, and even what we could offer to the community um, and having some just really fun organizational tools and, and things like that um, within the store. So that's kind of a hope and a dream since I'm the dreamer. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> <For> so, someday. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you guys so much for coming in. It was great to have you. Thank you, thank Tiffany. Thank you. 
You've been listening to Powered by Her. Download your favorites and keep up with new episodes in the Hints and Oakley Podcast Center 